Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Why We Do What We Do podcast here on Hernia U. My name is Jen Petrie with BDI. As one of the three members of our founding faculty for Hernia U, Dr. Par Davila has been someone I've been excited to interview and learn more about his journey from Venezuela to making empanadas. Dr. Par Davila, welcome. Thank you, Jennifer. <laughs> In today's podcast, we are going to talk to you about where you've come from and your continuous drive to explore new paths. I know at the start of your career, you made the huge move from Venezuela to the US. And this move has led you to doing a lot of different types of things, including different business ventures outside of surgery. Is that correct? That's correct. We try at least. <laughs> and I know a huge part of that has been from um, working with your family and having them come up from Venezuela. So when did you decide to move your family um, from Venezuela to the U.S.? Well, I was, um, I came to U.S. in 1991, 1992 so for residency and uh, then fellowships. At the same time, my sister did a uh, did studies uh, in between high school as well as college and uh, university at University of Miami. And then uh, politically, Venezuela went uh, in a detour for what we had before. And then uh, everybody knows what's going on in our country these days. Um, at some point, I felt uh, danger for part of our family and uh, mom and dad. So I brought them over to the U.S. because we were already here. And uh, we became uh, U.S. citizens about uh, three, four years ago. And that's when I brought mom and dad. Um, so we're back here. The whole, the primary nucleus of a family group is here since about four years ago altogether. And once they started coming here, I know you started opening up some different types of business outside of surgery. What was the, the first one you decided to do and how and why? Well, there's, um, you know, as surgeons, it's, it's difficult to, to run other things besides what we do because of the time schedules and and how much time we dedicate to to our profession. Um, my sister is a um, is a learning disability teacher. She she teaches uh, Down syndrome kids. Uh, it's a wonderful heart. Everybody knows whoever's into that uh, career. Um, they have to be a special person. So she got into that, and unfortunately, we know that um, education is not one of the most uh, uh, better paid jobs in uh, pretty much in anywhere in the world. Um, so I had a fortune to to have good jobs and uh, my sister uh, here as well. So we decided, so I don't have the time, but we can invest. And so I did pretty much all investments that I do is uh, around uh, uh, family so we can all help and uh, everybody pushes the, the bus in one direction. So that's how we started. And what was the first business you started with? The first business we had uh, as a family group was a pool business. It's a pool maintenance business because the investment wasn't that great and the return is uh, pretty good compared to other businesses. And that's how we started. We started with a small group of pools and uh, started growing. And by now we have 28 employees. So it's, it's been, uh, she manages it all. I just, uh, in her credit, she, she pretty much handles all the calls and the all the scheduling and uh, billing, et cetera, that has some work. That's why a surgeon, you have to delegate sometimes because otherwise it's very difficult to, to run yeah. other things. If, I'm, uh, if I have a pool and I'm living in Florida, can I expect you to come around and clean pools? Is that part of what you're 
but I've been in a route because I, the funny part is when I, I wanted to learn because as you know, as a surgeon, you want to get hands-on on everything. So I, I wanted to do, but it, it's uh, it's actually is an art, you know, it's a, it's a physical and chemical art to, to, to do it. And people think it's very easy, but it has some uh, some things and rules like every other business. Uh, so I actually, I, I went in some routes, but, and I learned in the winter is very easy and the summer is hell. <laughs> so, <laughs> Makes sense. 100 pulls in the summer is quite a physical job. So it, it's a, a little bit of everything, but I, I, I went around and kind of uh, look at things, and but I don't run it. I, I basically, I oversee everything, but again, my sister runs pretty much everything with her husband. And actually mom and dad also helps, believe it or not. I All do believe that. Mom and dad does a lot of the billing online. <laughs> What have you found in comparison to surgery and whether it be the pool business or other ventures you've gotten into, what have you found to be the most different from surgery? It's just, uh, you know, I believe the the stress level and the type of urgency that we live in surgery is is what makes this job totally, totally different. Um, You know, a pool can wait, you know, next day to clean up uh, you know real estate you can get the apartment close the door the next day unless it's a hurricane but usually in surgery it's, 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 it's a very time long hours you know a lot of uh, concentration dedication it's a it's a it's a complete uh, dedicated and learning experience because you keep learning every day it's, like a, it's a non-stop learning profession <laughs> every yeah. day you learn something so that's what makes this profession so unique and I have been told recently that you're looking at or I don't know if you've already gone into an empanada business is that yeah, true we we were at a restaurant one night and uh, and uh, it was like one o'clock in the morning and uh, we got out of surgery and there was not, nowhere to eat here in Orlando and uh, um, I got some surgeons with me so we ended up ending in that Latin uh, American food place and I learned a couple of nights later they were selling some distributions so I bought the distribution because I like the food and from there then we started producing the food so now we have a distribution company of Latin food we have a production company of Latin food we have a one retail place and we also have a food truck. So the business started two years ago. We started with one employee and now we're going to, now people people get sick and people need to eat. So those two businesses are good. As long <laughs> as they're not getting sick from eating uh, <laughs> your food, I think it's okay. <laughs> and so what make, so if I'm uh, down in that area, what make your empanadas unique? Why should I come and go to the food truck that you're serving empanadas at? One of the things we know that the empanadas are basically um, traditionally they're they're from you know we got Argentinian empanadas are from uh, you know from flour um, and it's uh, we got uh, Colombian and Venezuelan that are used from flour or from corn and uh, when I started this I said well Colombia has a and Venezuela has a, a good reputation for this but for the corn empanadas um, and uh, I. Obviously, for the political reasons, I was not going to Venezuela. So I, on one of my trips that I did to Argentina, on my way up, I started Buenos Aires, Bogota, Bogota, Orlando. So I spent a day in Bogota, and I online I figured out all the best empanadas places in Bogota. So in one day, I got off the airport, got in a car, and pretty much tried 20 empanadas places to understand what the Colombian business was in empanadas. 
And then I knew what, what it's about and then the flavors, et cetera. And I know empanadas because I'm from Venezuela. So I brought a manager from Venezuela to run this and he does what he used to do in Venezuela. And then we're producing what he was uh, doing there. We also have something called pasteles that is kind of a, it's kind of an Argentine empanada, but it's round. It's just a, it's just a shape. So that started and that traduced into having a food truck. And now we have a food truck in uh, in South Florida, so it's, it's being uh, evolving. <laughs> evolving. And what do you think? What if uh, Dr. Morales might tell us that the best empanadas are from Spain? You still holding on to South America? <laughs> you can't believe you can't believe uh, that in any way. <laughs> Maybe paella. <laughs> but empanadas, no, no way. <laughs> We can start a battle right here. <laughs> so my next question would be, so now that you're doing all this, and obviously you still have a full-time times 10 career um, in surgery, when you look at your next ventures, are you are you pretty comfortable with where you're at? Or do you have other business ideas? Are those things you can share? What are the next uh, steps for Dr. Pardavila? I believe you, you have to diversify. Um, you know, surgeons, um, if I, I don't want to generalize everybody, but we're so focused on what we do and, and the time that we spend that, that we don't think sometimes outside of what our comfort level is. And uh, my goal was to be able to produce passively what I can produce working actively. And, and the surgeon's span life is not forever. So it's not like, you know, we're 95 years old and I can still do surgery. You know, some people does it, but uh, that's not my goal. Uh, I think at some point you got to decide that uh, this is like a, like an athlete. Uh, you know, you can't play basketball at 75 years old. Now, can you do surgery? Now, robotically, we may expand a little bit more <laughs> our lifetime. But uh, I would like to be uh, in a time that I say, okay, I'm secure in a way that financially, and obviously we all want to secure our family members and uh, people that we have around. And, uh, and that was the goal that somehow when we have the capabilities and and, uh, and the force and the energy to do it, then when we want to wean down, then we can wean because the other things are producing what we need. Makes sense. Yes. Well, thank it's you. It's also a good thing. The business part is also, uh, is, yes, it's business as we, count, we can count it as dollars productions, but it's also a, a source of, uh, uh, for us, it's a source of, uh, of um, uh, giving uh, jobs and work with, uh, uh, with people that really, um, I think they're grateful that to be able to work in a way we, we set things up for them, especially with all the immigration that we have in these days. Um, so I think um, it's very important for us. Great. Well, thank you. This is the end to our podcast with Dr. Pirate Davila. Before you forget, <laughs> before you end the podcast, I got yeah. my sister, but I also have Carlos Harman. Hey. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, Carlos, is part, Carlos is part of my family. He is part of the family. We'll have to do a podcast with him you, one of these times. Believe well. how much Carlos, how much Carlos plays a role in this, and 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 I've been very blessed to to have uh, people like him around me. So uh, it's all successful because people like him and what I have around, and it's a uh, it's um it's a blessing. Well, I, I agree. And thank you for those of you who are listening. You can, as you've heard this podcast on our Apple station or the other stations that we have, you can find our next podcast um, here on our Hernia U podcasting station. And we look forward to hearing and seeing from you again.